it's that time of the year where it seems like nothing can ever get done. So many things going on, doing so many things, and you never can get everything on your checklist officially done. Never. I wrote two podcast scripts as I had time to do that, but no time to record. Didn't have the quiet environment to record either until right now, but we are pushing right up to Friday Night Lights, week eight of the high school football season. And I, your host, Brandon Lachance, is part of The Wolf 96.5 and the Hall Putnam County Red Devils football broadcast every week as I am play-by-play. So, have to be there. Don't have enough time to record the full script and get the podcast out. However, have enough time for an intro, have enough time to finish the editing, put everything together with our great interviews and get the podcast out. So that's what we're going to do. And then I'll hit you either tonight or tomorrow morning with the full episode, another set of interviews, and we'll just keep it rolling because that's what we do at Edge of Your Seat Podcast. You have to adjust, you have to maneuver, you have to manipulate schedules and things that are going on, or in this line of work, you will never, ever, ever survive. So in other words... A lot of eggs in the basket. We put one over here, let it hibernate, warm up, whatever the correct egg hatching words are. Move over to this other egg, this other egg, and see which one hatches when it hatches. (laughs) I guess that's the best way to put it in an analogy, because that's what is really happening. Had a Mendota Chamber of Commerce meeting this morning. I was then at a blood drive. The last couple days I've been all over the state refereeing basketball and volleyball. I was at a Sublette City Council meeting on Monday, plus my normal writing hours, plus my normal extra writing hours. And here we are with the podcast, still making sure we get out two or three a week, but just pushed around schedule-wise. And that's why this is edge of your seat. And that's why it's hard to stay on a schedule. But We will get there. We keep trying. We keep trying. But we're making sure we get two or three episodes out each week to keep Edge of Your Seat Podcast in front of your face. But not just us. Our great interviews as well. On this episode, we're going to have our weekly conversations with Hall Putnam County Coach Randy Tiemann as they get set to take on Rock Ridge, ranked, state ranked in Class 2A at home. So that's why I'll be tonight in Spring Valley as the Red Devils host Rock Ridge. Then we have Scott Payne, the head coach of the Amboy Lamoille, Ohio Clippers, as they are hosting Orangeville. Both Hall and both Amboy have had trouble in terms of having home games this season because they were scheduled to be road warriors all season long. But this week we have two home games for both the Red Devils and the Clippers. We also speak about last week's events, last week's games, and some more stuff, as always, with these two amazing, great coaches. We are very lucky to have both of them in our area as they are you know, providing excellent football education for the kids, You know, determination, teaching, discipline, all that stuff. I've seen them both in practices. I've talked to them for the last couple of years. Randy Tiemann and I have spoke for probably the last 10 years, almost a decade of working with him. So I've seen them, both of them, doing what they do best. And what they do best is 
creating, building, producing great football teams. Hall actually is three and four and has two weeks left to try to get to that playoff eligible five wins that every school shoots for every single year. Two games away, and it's not going to be easy for the Red Devils. As like I said, they host Rockridge, which is actually number seven in 2A, and then Princeton is number two in 3A. That is their week nine opponent in Princeton. So tough road ahead for Hull. Amboy is 7-0. They're already locked into eight-man football playoffs. So we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, which means it's time to talk on Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Let's do the plugs, let's do the sponsors, and then we'll hear from them. I already said my name, but I'll say it again. Why not? You can never say it enough. I'm your host, Brandon Lachance. Thank you for joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast. This is episode 302, 302 episodes of Edge of Your Seat Podcast, going strong since October 21st of 2019. Just keep a trucking, no doubt. You can hear every single episode of those 300 and now two episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and the website www.rss.com backslash podcast with an S, it's plural, backslash Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Socials, you know we're there. Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Twitter, Edge of Your Seat P. If you want to hit me up on the socials, feel free. Facebook is my name, Brandon Lachance. It looks like L.A. Chance, pronounced Lachance. Then on Twitter is at Lachance Writer. If you have any questions, suggestions, you would like to be a guest, you know somebody that would be a good guest, you like or dislike something I or a guest said, or you'd like to sponsor with Edge of Your Seat Podcast, please send an email to edgeofyourseatpodcast at gmail.com. Can't forget this part on all the sites, all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere that you see Edge of Your Seat Podcast, please like, follow, share, comment, retweet, re-X, whatever it's called now, repost, one star, five stars, a million stars, a million stars sounds way better than one, and it is. All of those things, please help us do what we're trying to do, and that is Spotlight Showcase everything that's going on in Northern and Central Illinois. Much appreciated. Always appreciate the love. Thank you for helping us. And as always, got to send a shout out to Brian Cavelli, Cavelli Productions, for the creation of the intro and outro beat. For each and every episode of Edge of Your Seat Podcast, which is brought to you by First State Bank. 19 locations in Northern and Central Illinois. Great people, great banking policies, I've been with them since 2011, and I'm not going anywhere. I have nothing bad to say about First State Bank, and I don't know anybody else that does because they know what they're doing, a great financial institution. Wherever you're at, check for your local FSB, First State Bank, and contact them. Well, that's the plugs. Let's get to the sponsors. We'll hear some words from them, and then we'll get to Randy Tiemann and Scott Payne. As always, thank you for joining for listening, for downloading, for following, for everything that you do for Edge of Your Seat Podcast. We would not do it without you. We could not do it without you. So thank you very much for being part of our listenership, 
are following. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Much appreciated. I couldn't tell you enough. If you see me in public and be like, hey, I listen to you. I say thank you. I appreciate it. If you want a hug, I'll give you a hug because I, I want to hug you because thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can I say thank you any more times? Thank you. Thank you. We're not even at Thanksgiving. We don't have to wait for the time to give thanks to give thanks. Should be giving thanks all the time, including right now. Until next time, which like I said, will either be later tonight after a football game or early in the morning. Got a lot of guests that I want to get out in a timely manner, which means we got to do it right now, like in the next couple of days. So you might get hit with like three, four episodes of Edge of Your Seat podcast real fast. That's the plan. Let's see if we can do it. We hope so. We hope so. Always trying to stick to the plan. But until then, until next time, peace. Have you heard the news? First State Bank is the first to offer Quillo. Quillo is an online personal loan officer that allows you to apply for a loan in just minutes. Need to replenish your checking account, pay off a high interest credit card, or take that vacation you have always wanted? Check out Quillo on the First State Bank website using your phone, tablet, or PC. It won't impact your credit score to apply. There are no fees, no penalties, and payments you can afford. You'll need a First State Bank checking account, but have no worries. You can apply for one of those online also. Check out FSB's premier account that pays higher interest for doing a few routine activities. Go to firststatebank.biz today to see how you can get a Quillo loan with a new or existing checking account. First State Bank is member FDIC and equal housing lender. Surf Internet's fast fiber internet is more reliable and 25 times faster than cable. Unlike other local providers, we're proud to provide transparent all-in pricing that includes equipment fees and taxes. With speed packages starting at $35 a month, you'll get a free modem, free expert insulation, and free whole home Wi-Fi on most plans. Plus, no contracts and no data caps at a price that's locked in for life. Go to surfinternet.com to learn more or call 844-955-SURF for details. That's 844-955-SURF. Limited time offer, restrictions apply. The interviews you are going to hear with Randy Teeman, the Hall Putnam County Red Devil football coach and Amboy Lamoille, Ohio Clippers coach Scott Payne are brought to you by Mendota Ford. Mendota Ford is a community dealership that is dedicated to being community first. A small dealership in a smaller town. Associates Jason Hintz and Caitlin Henry pride themselves in being here for you. They don't want to sell you one vehicle. They want to form a bond, a relationship to get you every vehicle you want and cars, trucks, and SUVs for your friends and family. Jason Hintz has been with Mendota Ford for eight years giving him the experience needed to help customers in every way possible. Caitlin Henry joined the team in July and is excited to help you find your dream vehicle. You can purchase any vehicle off any lot in the Mendota Ford family. Jason and Caitlin will make sure they track it down and hand you the keys with a little jingle jangle. To check out the many options on the lot, Mendota Ford is located just south of Mendota on Highway 251. To look ahead or find a vehicle on another lot, Check out www.MendotaFord.com. Call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries with Mendota Ford. 
And when you do, don't forget to mention where you heard about Mendota Ford as the dealership has a refer a friend or family member program. If you buy a vehicle, the person or podcast who referred you would receive $100. As usual, the high school football season cruising by as we are already in week eight of the regular season high school football Illinois style. As always, each week we speak with Hall Putnam County Red Devils coach Randy Tiemann about the upcoming week. This week, the Red Devils are hosting number seven in 2A Rock Ridge. Tiemann, I know this is a, a tough contest for anybody. Hall is three and four, needing to win out the rest of the season to get the you know playoff eligible bid here. What is the game plan going in against Rock Ridge? Well, we got to improve offensively. I thought defensively last week we played well enough to win a game, but we put ourselves in some bad situations. And offensively, we didn't uh, come off the ball very well, and we didn't move the ball very well. We have to improve in that aspect of the game for sure. We talked about this last week that you know your last three opponents were state-ranked opponents. Against Newman, it didn't seem like that guy's bothered you. You went out, played your game you know, to the best of your abilities. I'm guessing that's the same thing you're going to do against Rock Ridge. Yeah, I mean, we're just going to go out and play. I mean, I know they're a good team, and they'll come prepared. and uh, we'll, Hopefully we're prepared like we should be and take our chances. Throughout the season, we've seen you know more and more guys carry the ball for you. Uh, Joseph Bassador, week one, he had the ball a lot. I think he may have gotten hurt. He wasn't in the game, you know, a lot. We uh, believe it was week two or three. And then as the season's progressed, he's gotten the ball more and shown what he can do on the field. Yeah, he got hurt in week two, and uh, he didn't play offense for probably three or four weeks there. And uh, we got him back in two weeks ago. He started carrying the board. We kind of, we missed him quite a bit this year, a lot more if he could have played offensively. And he is a senior captain, correct? Yes, he is senior captain. I believe two weeks ago he got a touchdown and uh, the fans were going crazy. Yeah, he's a good kid and well-liked and he does a good job for us. Let's elaborate on the offense and how it's kind of expanded, you know, as the season's progressed here. I mean, started off with kind of run dominant, then Gianni Garini, the senior quarterback, started throwing a little more, and now we've seen kind of a, a mix and match of both as the season goes on. Well, we've been trying to, to take what they're giving us, and some weeks we've been able to throw it a little more than we have in the past, and, and other weeks we're, we're staying on the ground. I know you've watched film, done your research. What does the defense for you have to do against Rock Ridge? I know sometimes it's more pass, sometimes it's more run. What do we have to do against Rock Ridge to try to get a W? They do a good job of mixing it up. I think the weather may be able to help us and with the rain coming in and uh, – I don't think they'll throw it as much, but they run the ball effectively too. So it's something we just have to have to be able to stop. And we've done a job against that most of the year. With these last three games against ranked opponents, have you spoke to the kids about, Hey, pulling a major upset and you know what that would mean to them and you know, the rest of the season. Yeah. We talk about, you know, getting the program back to where it was and you know, you, you got to win games like this in order, you know, to, become that great program again and you know you gotta you have to step up with that you're not supposed to win once in a while and against rock ridge that would be an awesome time to do that absolutely it would coach randy teeman thank you as always for speaking with us about the hall putnam county red devils 
And as always, go Red Devils. Thanks for having me. Think I've used this line probably since uh, week two, but uh, we're just finished up week seven and another win for the Amboy Lamoille Ohio Clippers. Coach, I mean, you got to feel good about where your team's at this far into the season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, to get another win, get that seventh win and, and increase our uh, playoff seed and everything, that's always good. And, you know, the kids are getting better every single week, and that's what you want at this time of the year is to be improving week in and week out. And with this win, 46-0 over Ashton Franklin Center, I mean, a shutout. That is your second of the season. The first one was week one. So I know that defensive unit was pretty pumped about that. Yeah, they were excited about that. No, actually, the final was 66-0. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, that was the final. I'm, um, I'm looking on uh, IHSAfootball.com, and they say 46. So that's why yeah, I no, said it. Yeah, we scored twice the second half. But, you know, yeah, I mean, the defense was excited about it. Um, you know, anytime you get a shutout, you know, the kids that play defense, they're always excited about that. And they were actually really excited that in the second half, when all the second and third team guys were playing, that they were able to shut them out too. So, uh, you know, they were excited to see their teammates go in in the second half and, and play really well too. Good stuff. So it was 66-0. to zero. Yeah. You scored 60 or more points three times this season. And the most that you've let a team add, you let Ridgewood have 42, Milledgeville 20. So, I mean, the uh, it's been kind of really lopsided, even though, you know, you're playing tough competition and the season wears on, might have some injuries or, you know, a little beat up, but your team's not letting any of that show. No, uh, you know, I mean, actually, we're pretty healthy right now to this point, uh, you know, besides the, the typical bumps and bruises. But, uh, uh, you know, it, yeah, it's always good when, you know, you can – score a lot of points and hold the other team to the you know 20 points especially a team like Millville whose offense is very explosive and they have a lot of really good athletes and to hold them to 20 like we did was really great to see but uh you know like I said it's just right now it's just about improving week in and week out and and our defense is improving every single week and that's what I, that's what we want to see every single week is our defense get better as I look at the stats sheets thank you for sending that I appreciate it yeah. But I see, you know, your defensive ends, Brendan Blaine, Quinn Luffelman, every single time I see those, they have quarterback sacks, they have hurries, fumble recoveries. That's pivotal in your defense being successful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and you know, a lot of those quarterback sacks they get is because of the pressure we bring up the middle with uh, Landon Modvin and Austin Heath. You know, they push those their guys back and force the quarterback to roll out one way or the other, and then most of the time they roll out into either Brennan or, or Quinn. So, uh, you know, I, I told those guys, you know, a few of your sacks, you should probably be thanking Heath and uh, Modovan a little bit on those because they, they bring the pressure up the middle. Good stuff. And I know we talked about Brennan Blaine a lot last year. It seemed like the offensive focal point was him, you know, kind of everywhere. This year, you know, it's not been as much as a focal point with Landon Welchel, Quinn Luffelman doing as well as they have. But every game, Brennan Blaine has – a receiving touchdown every game he has rushing yards or a rushing touchdown I mean still a huge piece of your offense and I bet that helps you as a coach as you got the running game but then you know the play action that you guys like to use Brendan Blaine always open yeah yeah absolutely uh you know I mean we're a running football team and we, we love to throw the play action pass and uh you know we're able to have two kids like Landon Welch and Quinn Leffelman and give them the football and you know just you know, keep pounding on the defense, you know, six, seven, eight straight plays in a row with run and then set them up with a nice play action pass and get running the ball deep. You know, that's what we look for in Amboy and that's what we want to do. 
I don't want to compare him to Justin Jefferson, but in terms of high school football, you throw it to him in a 15-foot radius, he's going to grab it. Yeah, Brennan has some really good hands. Uh, Friday night uh, on a deep route, you know, Eddie threw a pass, and he made a really good catch and drugged the toes on the sideline for about, I think it was about a 20-some yard gain. And, you know, that was one of the best catches I've seen a high school kid make. And then his touchdown reception, he made a really good reception. Um jumping in the air and the ball was kind of behind him a little bit. He's twisted his body around and caught it. You know, it's just, you know, those are things I'm used to seeing out of Brennan. I've been watching it for three years now and uh, he's just, he's a really good receiver. So by this point you're like, yeah, that's just blame. But to us, we're like, Oh wow, that kid just did that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just, I look at it and say, Oh, that's just another catch for Blaine. But uh, like you said, everybody else looks at it and they're like, Holy cow. And uh, like I said, you know, we've been watching it for three years now and, uh, you know, he, he's an exciting player to watch, you know, especially when you throw the ball up in the air to him. Seven weeks through the season, you only had one home game. That was week one, but you're ending with two home stands here, Orangeville this Friday and then the following Friday with Polo. I mean, it's got to feel good to actually have some home games here at the end of the season. Yeah, you know, we had practice this morning and I was standing there talking to my assistants. I'm like, you have no idea how good it feels right now to know that we're at home this weekend. And, you know, said so it feels like we haven't had a home game in about two months. But, uh, yeah, it's nice to end the year with two home games. And this Saturday night, especially against Orangeville, you know, I think the kids, they'll be really excited to finally be at home in front of all the fans and uh, be able to wear the home jerseys for, you know, the first time in, I don't know, what, three or four weeks. So uh, this Saturday will be really excited for the kids to finally be able to have a home game again. You were at home for homecoming, but it was a scrimmage since – Quest Academy, you know, had an illness. But other than that, the one home game, it was August 25th, so almost two months. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, everyone says, yeah, we are home for homecoming. But I, I, I say, well, that was a scrimmage. So there, there's a difference between having a scrimmage and actually playing an opponent at home. Yeah, it has been two months. You know, to be able to go on the road and win like we've done is a great thing to see. Uh, it's a great thing for these kids to do. I told them, you know, you know, guys, not many teams can go on the road as much as we have so far and, and play some of the teams we play to come out with victories. I go, so the schedule's been tough uh, with the traveling and everything, but it's also great to be able to come back home and, and finish the year out here. You said it a couple times in past conversations, calling yourselves, you know, road warriors. Totally agree, <laughs> and you guys have rose to the occasion every time. Yeah, 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 that's what I told the kids. You know, we're just the road warriors. We go on the road, and we go there and play our brand of football and take care of business and come home. You know, like I tell the kids, it doesn't matter where you play, what field, where we're at. You know, we're going to go there and we're going to play young boy football. And, and the kids have really uh, stepped up and accepted that challenge. And I'm really proud of them for what they have accomplished so far this year with all the road games. Last year, the Orangeville Broncos were 1-8. and eight. This year, they're 4-3, and three, you know, trying to make a playoff push themselves. And they're on a three-game winning streak coming into Amboy, Ohio. I mean, what does that uh mean for you what is some film that you've watched and what do you guys got to do against orangeville uh you know orangeville's a good football team they got a very good running back in blake fullgate uh, a couple of weeks ago he had over 400 yards rushing in a game and five touchdowns um you know they look to get him the ball a lot in their inside trap game sweeps to the outside and uh you know i told the kids you know we've got our run defense has to be uh really good this week because if you give him one little steam he's gone you know so he, he's the focal point of this week for us is stopping him uh, stopping their run and you know we want to make them throw the ball uh get them out of their comfort zone and make them put the ball in the air and and, and do the as best as we can to slow down full gate i know in the past you've also said you know the one thing that we need to work on defensively is teams have been able to pass on us 
But after, you know, the game against Milledgeville, the game against River Ridge, it seemed like you, you were comfortable and happy with your past defense. Yeah, yeah. Our defensive backs have done a good job improving this year uh, from week one till now. And our defensive backs coach has done a good job of working with those guys every day. And Troy and Cody, you know, they've improved every week. And, you know, that's that's what you want to see is them guys be able to improve and get better. And they have. Friday night we did a pretty good job against AFC's past a passing game. You know, Troy had an interception. Cody had a couple pass breakups. And, you know, just to see the improvement those two have made, it, it's a great thing to see. The one guy's name that I saw scoring a touchdown that I don't normally see was Gio Gatska. You got him in there. Yeah, yeah, Gio, uh, he, he got to score on a one-yard rushing play in the second half, and it's good. You know, he's a senior. He's been in this program for four years and good kid, and, you know, it was good to see him get in the end zone and enjoy himself a little bit in that game. And I think he had almost 50 yards rushing, too, on top of it, so – uh, you know, it's always a joy to see kids like Gio uh, get in there and have success. Definitely. And it's cool for you to see that, you know, they put in the work their senior year and to reward them for everything that they've done. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, like I said, you know, it's, it's, some of these kids have been in this program for four years now and uh, worked hard and, you know, they understand their role and they, and they accept their role and they, they do a very good job of, of doing that. And, uh, you know, and there's nothing more than I want to see is have see these kids have success when they get the opportunity to have the success. Well, as a team, 7-0, and that's plenty of success. You're doing a great job, Coach. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm, all the credit goes to the kids. They've done a wonderful job, and they've worked really hard this year, and, uh, you know, the, and they deserve this.